KTSA News Flash. The Border Patrol agent seen swinging the reins of his horse while working on the Texas border is no longer on the front lines. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas says the agent has been placed on desk duty while there is an investigation. The facts will drive the actions that we take. We ourselves will pull no punches. Mayorkas was back on Capitol Hill today for a second day of grilling over the surge of illegal immigration into Texas. Mayorkas said he's happy with the progress in securing the border. Thousands of Haitian immigrants who have set up a tent city under a bridge in Del Rio have reportedly been released into the U.S. Up until now, the Biden administration has said it would be putting them onto flights back into their homeland. In a daily briefing, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki explained the procedures in place for these migrants. Those who cannot be expelled, and this has been the case and been our policy and process for migrants coming from any country around the world and who do not have a legal basis to remain are placed in a form of removal proceedings. And individuals who are not immediately removed are either placed in alternative to detention or transported to an ICE facility. Mexico has also begun busing and flying Haitian migrants away from the U.S. border. Haitian refugees are apparently not happy about being sent back to Haiti. A melee broke out at the main airport in Port-au-Prince Tuesday after the migrants stepped off a plane only to discover that they were back in their home country. Witnesses say a group of migrants turned around and tried to get back on the plane. The migrants were among the over 10,000 people who'd been camped out beneath the bridge in Del Rio. The Department of Homeland Security says about 520 Haitians have been deported to their homeland so far, with flights set to continue on a regular basis. The Congressional Black Caucus and other lawmakers are demanding that the thousands of Haitians at the border be allowed to seek asylum. Representative Maxine Waters from California says she's unhappy with the way the migrants are being treated. Cowboys with their reins again whipping black people, Haitians, into the water where they're scrambling and falling down when all they're trying to do is escape from violence in their country. Democratic Texas Representative Sheila Jackson Lee demanded the suspension of the Trump-era public health law Title 42, which has been used to expel some Haitian migrants. Several lawmakers noted that black migrants are treated differently than others, adding that they left a list of demands after meeting with senior aides at the White House. The U.S. Department of Education is investigating Governor Greg Abbott's ban on mask mandates in Texas schools. Dozens of districts in the state are ignoring the ban and requiring masks anyway. The Federal Department's Office for Civil Rights will look into whether Texas is violating federal law by keeping disabled students from returning safely to in-person classes. An official in the Civil Rights Office sent a letter to Texas Education Commissioner Mike Morath Tuesday to notify him of the investigation. Governor Greg Abbott is adding another bail reform measure to the special session agenda. The governor announced today he wanted the Texas legislature to approve a constitutional amendment giving judges the power to deny bail under certain instances where people are accused of violent, sexual, or trafficking offenses. Voters would have final say. The request is after a Houston police officer was shot to death Monday while serving a warrant to a suspect out on bail. Abbott also added more property tax legislation to the agenda. A Texas death row inmate is getting a new trial. Clinton Young was convicted of murder in Midland County, but he insists he was framed. It was later revealed that the prosecutor at his 2003 trial was also secretly serving as a clerk to the judge. The attorney has since retired and agreed to give up his license to avoid disciplinary action. The judge died in 2012. A man is under arrest on suspicion of having something to do with his girlfriend's disappearance. San Antonio police arrested Francisco Garcia Ventura Sunday at a bus station on I-35 just before he could board a bus to Mexico City. Garcia Ventura's girlfriend is a mother of two who hasn't been seen since Friday. Relatives told police Garcia Ventura admitted he beat her until she stopped breathing and then took her body to San Marcos. 
Investigators found blood spatter on the walls and that one of the security cameras at his apartment had been pulled off the wall. He faces a charge of tampering with evidence. A Houston man will be sentenced in November after pleading guilty Monday to defrauding a pandemic relief program. Prosecutors say 30-year-old Lee Price III scammed the federal government out of more than a million dollars in paycheck protection program loans for two falsely represented businesses. Price reportedly used the funds to buy a Rolex, a Lamborghini, a Ford F-350, and spent thousands at nightclubs and strip clubs. Price pled guilty to three counts of money laundering and two counts of wire fraud. A nurse is under arrest on sexual assault accusations. San Antonio police say Sergio Rodriguez Jr. groped a woman during an exam yesterday, then exposed himself. An arrest affidavit says the 40-year-old denied the allegations and accused the woman of making inappropriate comments towards him. He's jailed on $200,000 bail. Border Patrol agents are announcing the seizure of fake federal badges, some of which were on their way to Texas. Officers recently seized eight phony DEA badges and one FBI badge at the Chicago International Mail Branch. A few days later, they found more than two dozen fake DEA badges headed for Texas, 12 other states, and Washington, D.C. Both shipments came from the same shipper in China. It's not known what the bogus badges were meant to be used for, but the DEA is glad that crooks won't get their hands on them. Metro health officials are reporting 305,278 cases of coronavirus in Bear County. The total includes 344 cases that were reported Tuesday. Officials reported one new death, raising the county's death toll to 4,282. The number of patients hospitalized is now 868. More than 293,000 patients have recovered. San Antonio Mayor Ron Nuremberg announced Tuesday that the coronavirus positivity rate in Bear County is below 5% this week, down from more than 7% last week. The CDC is investigating a salmonella outbreak with cases concentrated in Texas. The CDC says the outbreak hasn't been connected to a particular food source. So far, there have been 45 cases reported in Texas, though the CDC didn't name the cities or the counties involved. The State Fair of Texas reopens this weekend after being shut down last year by the pandemic. Masks will be required indoors and highly recommended in crowded outdoor areas. They'll be available at the fair. Hundreds of hand sanitizer stations are set up and all vendors will be required to have hand sanitizers in their booth. Some popular attractions are relocated to make room for social distancing. The fair opens Friday and runs through October 17th. Austin City Limits Music Festival released revised COVID protocols for next month's event. Organizers say individuals will have to prove they've gotten the inoculation or present a negative coronavirus test within 72 hours each day of the festival. Masks will be required in certain parts of Zilker Park, including the merchandise area and entrance lines. More information is available on the festival's website. San Antonio's Day of the Dead River Parade will take place October 29th. Residents will be able to watch the parade in person this year. Last year's celebrations were held virtually because of the pandemic. Hand-painted skulls by local artists and a culinary ofrenda will be part of the scene. The River Parade gets underway at 8 p.m. KTSA Money News. Wall Street fears pulled back over the potential default of Chinese property developer Evergrande Group and the market rally. The Federal Reserve wrapped up its meeting saying it's close to tapering its monthly bond purchases, while Fed members now expect a rate hike as early as late 2022. The Dow gained 338 points to 34,258. The Nasdaq surged higher by 150 points to 14,896. And the S&P rose 41 points to 4,395. Oil gained $1.74 to $72.23 a barrel. Jason Brooks, CBS News. KTSA AccuWeather. For your first night of fall, mainly clear skies for tonight, low 48 in the hill country to 58 along the Riverwalk. For tomorrow, nice and sunny, high 89. Kicking off your weekend Friday, sunny skies, high 88.
I'm Cheryl Golden with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. And I'm Katie Barber. Good news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And news anytime online at KTSA.com.